Welcome to the Nightmare Emporium. Here we take a deep dive into some grisly tales that are bound to make you lose your head. Now, let's check in with our host, the macabre Marvel herself, to see what she has in store for us this week. <laughs> My encounter happened when I was only 12 years old. My parents had gone away for Halloween weekend, leaving me alone with my cousin Abby. Abby was the coolest person I had ever met. She was 19, she lived in her own apartment, she had her own car, had tattoos and piercings, and wore almost exclusively black clothing. She used to pick me up after school some Fridays and take me to all the local cemeteries and spooky haunted places, telling me stories of the occupants there, how they died, if they were still around, etc, etc, etc. This particular visit, Abby was staying with me at our place for the weekend while my parents went to the vineyard for a mini getaway. Abby and I had it all planned out. We would dress up for the trick-or-treaters Saturday night, me as a witch and Abby as a vampire, then watch old scary movies and stay up real late. Sunday morning meant sleeping in, pancakes, then some more exploring of the local spooky hangouts. I couldn't wait for my parents to get out the door Saturday morning. I had my costume and makeup all set out, and I just wanted it to get dark already. Abby got to our place around 9am. Signature dark eyes and black lipstick, just as she always did. She bounded out of her car and greeted me. Hey Stevie, you ready for the wildest weekend of your life? Yes! I practically pushed my parents out the door. Bye guys, see you tomorrow night. Don't stay up too late and nothing too scary, okay Abby? You know she'll have nightmares. <sighs> Mom... I'm not a baby anymore. I won't have nightmares. Okay, but no candy after nine and lights go out by 11. Love you. And with that, my parents were gone and Abby and I got down to decorating, carving pumpkins and getting into costume. The afternoon was awesome, but once it got dark and the kids started coming to the door, that's when the party really started. I wouldn't realize that I was getting so much more than I bargained for until later that night. After handing out the last of our candy and turning out the light, Abby and I just decided to start watching our horror movies with Night of the Living Dead. Okay, she told me, before we start the movie, I have a little surprise for you. Abby got up, went to her bag, and pulled out a board game. A game? I thought we were going to watch a movie. I was a little disappointed. My parents never let me watch these kind of movies, and I wanted to squeeze in as much as I could this weekend. Not just any game, Abby stated, tilting the box so I could see what was written on it. Ouija. I was suddenly a little nervous. Abs, are you sure that's a good idea? Oh, come on, kiddo. Who knows what we'll find in your house, especially with that creepy cemetery out back. Maybe someone will come say hi to us. 
Abby opened the box. Come on, you just put your finger on the planchet and say hello. You know the rules, right? Don't break the circle. Don't play in a graveyard. Always say goodbye. Yeah, yeah, I know the rules, I said. Abby was already lighting candles. Okay, turn out the lights, okay? Fine, but I'm leaving the kitchen light on, I told her. We sat down across from each other, board in between us, one finger each on the planchet, and Abby asked, Hello? Is anyone there? We waited, barely breathing. Hello? Please come talk to us. Suddenly we heard a loud bang from behind us, and the kitchen light went dark. Hello? What's your name? Abby asked. The planchet moved. H. E. L. P. M. E. Abby, that's not funny. I want to be done now. I didn't do it, I swear. I was barely touching it. Abby, we should stop. This is scary. We can't stop now. We just made contact. Hello. Uh, what kind of help do you need? What What do you want? More movement. S. T. U. C. K. You're stuck? Can we do anything to help you? Abby, I shouted. What? Wouldn't you want help if you were stuck in this house for God only knows how long? Abby asked. But before I could offer a rebuttal, Abby spoke again. If we can help you, we'll do anything. Just tell us. Suddenly there was a crash of thunder and all the candles blew out. We both scurried up, breathing hard. I ran for the light switch, but no lights came on. I better go check the breaker box. It's probably just a fuse. Abby pulled out her phone, turned on the flashlight, and headed for the basement door. Stay here. I don't want you to trip on anything in the dark. I'll be right back. Abby headed for the basement. I heard the door creak open before the little light from her phone faded away as she walked down the creaky basement steps. Then... (coughs) Abby? I yelled terrified no answer I slowly walked over to the stairs Abby still nothing one more and suddenly all the lights came on got it Abby yelled coming back into view and bounding up the stairs I guess that's enough talking with ghosts for one night what do you say we start the movie now I'll start the popcorn You get Netflix going. Okay, I said, relieved that we were done with the game, but not wanting to look like a baby in front of my cousin. I went back to the living room, shirking away from the board, still sitting on the floor, and plopped down on the couch, remote in hand. I got the movie all queued up, and realized Abby still wasn't back with the popcorn. I couldn't even smell it, or hear the popping noises. So I got up to go check on her, but the kitchen was empty. Abby? I looked into the spare bedroom, thinking maybe she'd gotten distracted, but there was nothing there. Weird. Then I realized the back porch, off the kitchen, had a light on. 
Maybe she'd just gone out for a cigarette. I walked back into the living room, and looking out the window, I could see Abby standing on the porch. Her back was to me, and she was standing really, really still. I waited a few seconds, but still, she didn't move at all, not even to lift her cigarette to her mouth. Slowly, I walked to the window, hesitating a second before tapping on the glass. Suddenly, she turned. But it wasn't really Abby. The impression I got in the seconds this took place was of a figure, the same general size as Abby, but instead of Abby's blue eyes and bright rosy cheeks, this figure had black, sunken eyes and a smile as red as blood, surrounded by gray, decaying flesh. The thing slammed into a wall, calling, mimicking me. I realized with horror, I slowly backed away. What did you do to her? I shouted. The figure shrieked. And suddenly, she was on the other side of the window, only a couple feet away from me, arms outstretched and reaching for me. I screamed and stumbled backwards, trying to get as far away as possible. Help! As I scrambled away, I tripped over one of the candles, still lying on the floor from our game. The last thing I remember is falling, that horrifying figure still advancing on me, still calling out, mimicking for Abby. When I came to, I was alone, and it was daytime again. I sat up, holding my head, trying to get my bearings, when I realized I could hear something from the front door. Abby? I ran to the door, but instead of Abby, my parents were home. Hey, how was Halloween? My mom asked. I just stared at them. Where's Abby? She asked. I know she had plans for tomorrow and wanted to get going early, but she didn't leave yet, did she? We didn't even pay her. I told my parents I didn't know. I hadn't seen her since yesterday. I tried to explain what happened, but they didn't want to hear it. It's been eight years since that Halloween, and we never found Abby. And as much as my parents tried to hide it, I've seen the news reports. Criminals that fit Abby's description wanted for unspeakable crimes. I know Abby wouldn't do any of that stuff, but I don't think Abby is there anymore. I haven't seen or heard from that figure again, and I moved out of that house as soon as I could. My parents never believed what happened with that board that night, but I know that thing got Abby, and I learned my lesson. Don't offer to help. You never know what may take you up on that offer. Well, well, wasn't that just a scream? Until next time, our fiendish friends. Remember to stay scared, and sometimes it's more than just a story. <laughs>